0: The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Sacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 321 of the Heart of LAFC uh, podcast. We're going to call this one Coup du Chapeau. I know. We'll do the French right, but not the English. Uh, which means hat trick in french we just had to have fun with that with denny doing what denny did because we did a denny 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 episode before so we gotta have fun with that of course to celebrate with us as we're running on fumes after an amazing game last night we've got tony and we've got araceli beyond that we're also going to cover pretty much everything Get you ready for the last two games playoffs you name it we're going for it araceli coming in late how are you doing tonight
1: I'm actually doing fairly well. I've been doing my best to get as much rest from for this week as I possibly can. If you've been following MLS Next Pro, you know that this weekend is our semifinals. Next weekend is conference finals. And then weekend after that is a big championship game. So we have just been running around the clock and oh my God. I, I just can't wait to sleep again. <laughs>
0: We, we're, we're enjoying watching how busy you are, how we're covering it, and uh, enjoy that for sure. Um, it's been a lot of work for a long time here, and the season, of course, seems like it's short, but it's really not, um, and Araceli can attest to this. Um, she's put in a lot of work this summer, no doubt about it, so Araceli, thank you, and thank you for coming to us right before this, this madness kicks off. Of course,
2: Tony's here too. Tony, how are you doing over there? Tired as hell, like (laughs) as much as it was a great match to watch. It's coming down to the wire and I'm just tired from last night. Um excited for the playoff implications and playoff race, but at least we're in the dance now. But let's see how high we can be, which is I believe second, but overall, ready for two go over this game and preview the next one.
0: And of course, talk to you guys as well. And you guys throw in your two cents as much as possible. We love hearing from everybody. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, you could see Tony and I are kind of dragging because a five, one game, all the beer showers, all the singing. um, My voice is gone. I was not feeling well going into this thing and it's just kind of whatevs. work it through. And Tony's sitting there fighting something off at the same time. Um, uh, up on stage man doing his thing uh and making it happen and he's laughing because i said stage i know couple stand i'll be nice um uh, performing our best so the guys could perform their best which which danny certainly did it's not like they didn't scare us though in the process and let's just jump right into this thing uh let's go let's recap this tony um starting lineups for this were a little bit interesting. We talked about rotation possibilities and they actually followed through with those rotation possibilities. So we kind of got lucky on that one. Uh, Max was in goal. Uh, Chiellini and Maria were the back line this time. So it's Chiellini came back in. Palencia did replace Hollingshead and Palacio stayed in his position. Sanchez, Tillman and Bogus got the play. We knew something might have been wrong with Acosta. He didn't even dress for this match, but he was down and by the sidelines. He was still visible for all of us. So clearly uh, keeping him safe is what they were doing and letting him rest as needed. And if he's got a knock, we won't know it for very long. He'll be back into the mix. Uh, Up top was Vela, Olvera and Buanga. The one that we all wanted came out. uh, And, and of course we went for this thing. Now looking at Minnesota, they had a uh, sinclair and goal as they always do uh tapias and boxall their center backs taylor and uh, brisolo their outside backs they had ariaga and trap as their defensive midfielders reynoso is the number 10. uh Juanwane as your outside mid with dotson and of course target man was pookie which we knew was going to be pookie he's their big signing now did we touch the ball well early? Did we work hard? Yeah, but it all kind of went funky quick. Go for it, Tony. Give us the, the highlights and the lowlights of the first half.
2: <laughs> Starts off with oh crap! Um, in the fourth minute, um, goal by uh, Dotson with a header. Like just, it's one of those floater headers that you hate as a keeper, where you you can't really react to it, but you watch it and you just see Dotson just headed in. Um, and watching that goal it was, could have been avoided, could have not have been avoided, but unfortunately it wasn't able and we were down one, one nil in the beginning four minutes and I on the top of the sand, just kind of looked at it more of like, yo, I don't give, I don't give an F what everyone else is feeling right now and how it is and how we've been doing this season. Let's just go harder and louder and. I think it paid off because in not even two minutes later, Buonga left footed footage shot in the center of the box to the right corner by and assisted by Bogus and put his back to one-one, and it just kept continuing because thirty-six minute another goal by who else? Buonga left footed shot, um, like he always does, center of the box, the bottom right corner, Palacios assist, with the assist on that one. Um Reynolds so they get a yellow card in the 39th minute. And then in the 45th or 46th minute, 45th plus one in extra time. That man, Mr. <laughs> Boy, I put a shot from literally almost parallel to the sideline, to the, no to the end line in the and uh shoots it with uh, to the bottom right corner and scores. And and zipped it on. past the keeper right exactly. no 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 screwing around yeah and he has uh, a hat trick before the first half ends
0: a natural hat trick three in a row
1: mm-hmm.
0: listed three across the board uh denny doing denny things um could have had even more in that first half he just was on a mission what's funny is in in warm-ups he was he was livid because he's one of these guys who always wants to take the last shot on goal And he doesn't want to come off until he puts one away. And we're talking top of the box from distance. And he struggled to do it at the end. And so he kind of walked off angry, like, man, that's not a good vibe, right? And he took off. And so he came out with an edge, you could say, um, and did what he did. Uh, Credit to the boys in the first half for not putting their heads down after that first goal. It was cheap. Proper counterattack, but the goal itself, Max – yeah, he struggled a bit and he kind of scooped it under himself and, and and it found its way to the back. A um, little off on the play, that's for sure. Of course, close range, anything goes. You shouldn't even have a shot right there, but it happened. Um, and again, under the circumstances with the grout that we were in, it would be really easy for a team to put their heads down in that moment, right? Turn on each other in this case. And instead, you saw anger like, oh, no, we're not. That's not the game plan. That's not what we're here to do. That's not the purpose, and they just went to it, Um, did their thing, which I really, really hope that is the mindset going forward, is just, you know, slough it off, move on, Um, and which they did. They responded quickly, sent a message to us, sent a message to the whole side, sent a message to Minnesota. We were messing around and treating us like a playoff game, and we did. Minnesota, on the other hand, were very disappointing. Um, Knowing what's on the line to see them fall apart the way they did there were moments where they had the possession for times, but there was nothing done with it, um, only to get countered to death by what we do. Um, really brutal for them. Couldn't be any worse, let's be honest, um, as they're trying to stay alive. Second half, again, we don't hold back. We just keep going, doing our thing. Tony, let it rip, man.
2: Um. So forty six in the 46 minutes, we finally get the quick goal counter. Um, own goal by Tapias Uh, kind of own goal it was a weird like kind of transition to that goal and everything because it was Palacios with a deflection to Oliveira with another deflection into the back of the goal so they're celebrating like Oliveira scored the goal again he had many chances and of course he did he he, he had so many chances in the first in the first half. So to have this goal kind of ripped away from him, we all knew it was his goal, but you know, unfortunately they count it as an own goal, but he like, once this kid is locked in, I have high hopes. I know people are not the best with him, but there's a reason why he starts There's a reason why he performs the way he does. And he does give a lot on the present. And I say that in the best way, because some people have been comparing him to B-Rod, but he doesn't play like B Rod. There's some some player and some fin- almost finishing that he has that B-Rod could never even kind of touch. But uh moving forward in the 63rd minute, we pretty much have a full swap of almost three uh three players. Uh Palacio's out comes out, uh Hollington comes in, kilini for long, and uh Tillman for Krastoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not even what? Four minutes in. Yeah. The fifth, fifth and final goal. crossed off, um, right footed shot from the center of the box and hits the left corner. He could have given it up to Boanga to give him a, you know, this fourth goal, but he decided to take it in. And I do like that. I understand people want it Boanga to kind of have the ball since he was wide open on the right side. But at the end of the day, if you have the shot and you feel comfortable for this is what I want. From our team, you know what I mean. It's like no hesitation, no, I can't do this by myself. Oh, all right, we're just gonna put this Boanga. We need this. So, and with that, it kind of ended. It's like there's are because we were just like the best way to say there's is like uh bicycle kick attempt by Vela, <laughs> which he laughed so hard, and you could tell the boys were having fun at that point because like you could tell even Boanga was laughing at him, going like, "What the hell? You almost had that!" and Stuff like that. But after that game was kind of over and a celebration. And of course, um we had to say goodbye to our the to our the final home game at, at BMO for the season. Playoffs are a different story, but for the season it's the final home game and also um a couple final home the home games for uh the Falcon, the Falconer. Um,
0: yeah, so our beloved Ken, our 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 Energy in many times when things aren't looking the greatest. Um, The guy that keeps it going, if you've ever talked to him, he'll lighten you up every time, at every event. I mean, pure class all the way. One of the kindest people you will ever meet. Been there from day one, from day zero. I remember meeting him at the Experience Center and getting introduced 3252 to to him and his family. And uh, pretty much, you know, getting sold on the idea of having a Falcon and Falconer uh, from a group that was very anti mascot at the time, and mm-hmm. it's very obvious that this was not a mascot. And um, to think of Ollie as a mascot, even though there's this tradition in what she does, it's a different experience. Might be your better option. Can you guys hear me still? I think I yes. Have a little moment there. Yeah. Um, ambassador would be the better better option with it, and of course, entertaining ambassador at that, really embodying what we do and how we approach the game. Um is what, what Ken gave to us when he brought us Ollie and the rest of the crew because there were more than more than just Ollie there. Um, yes, he has he has decided to hang it up for a lot of us. This isn't new. Um, he's he's been very open about this conversation. This isn't something that the club did or anybody else did. This was Ken's choice from the beginning of the season. He's he's been looking for this, and there's some things that he needs to take care of health-wise, and um okay things like like things that are natural um right and and so he needs to take care of himself you know and not always be on the move all the time and and uh so he's gonna he's gonna pass this on to his son um again can't still gonna be around guys he's still gonna do his thing he's not gonna be on the field as per, as the performer but you know kenny he he's not gonna stay away we know we know how Ken is um and so he's gonna do his thing um walk off on his terms, which is the best possible way to do things and pass it off to his son in the best way possible. Now, if we go deep in the playoffs and the conditions are safe, let me say that again, the conditions are safe at these games Then we'll see Ollie in the air. But if it's a game where we've got a flying camera going through the air, uh, that's an absolute risk to our, to our, our ambassador in the sky, She's not going to fly. We're not going to risk her. If there's something that Apple's doing, some promo-wise, where it's really going to interfere and be a risk, the last thing we want to do is put, our, put, put Ollie under under that kind of risk, and there's no way Ken will do that. Now, if we get an opening, and again, there's a lot of playoff games, guys. Remember, a three-game series. It's the second season here. If I put my money down, I'd say the money's on a chance to see Ollie again, that it's not over. It's just in the air a little bit, you know? Uh, but yes, it, you know, Ollie's not done. That's not what not not what's happening here. It's it's Ken needing to take care of Ken and do what's best for for him and his family, and we fully support him in doing so. And honestly, we're we're excited to see what what the next chapter will be. So, all love to you, Ken, man. Um, I know he was one of our guest hosts. I'm sure he'll be on again. Yeah. Um, we can't wait to have him back on. That's for sure um and 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 have some cool memories to talk about because he's he's got some stories guys uh but hats off to you ken thank you man for all that you've done and all that you continue to do sir uh Tony, do you want to add anything in before we move forward
2: um just pretty much thank you ken for everything you've done since day zero um negative zero maybe negative one sorry or anything Like I said, we've known about this for a while. I I remember having a conversation with him about two months ago about this, and he's like, Yeah, I'm hanging it up at the end of the season. I was like, What? It was just like caught me on guard. But um, unfortunately, he can't do it forever. You know, I wish sometimes certain people can do things forever, but these are one of those situations that I wish him the best of luck. He's going out on his own terms, and that's always the best way to do it because not you don't want to go out on a bad note and he went out on the greatest note of the world. He did take a wrestling move <laughs> of leaving the boots on the field but um, came no shock to me when I saw when I saw him I came like, five in. it was kind of like a kind of a sad moment because it's just like we we're just, just so used to him. So um, again, thank you again for everything you've done and I know your son will take it with stride and continue your legacy it
0: was really cool of ken to come over to the north end like he went he beelined it to the north end when he walked off um and and was able to give a few of us hugs on the way many of us hugs on the way out um and talk it through with everybody so they kind of understood um and so thank you sir aerosol anything you want to add in there
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, with Ken, I I definitely do wish him the best in his future endeavors. And as you both mentioned, to see him kind of go out on his own accord is always the best way, in my opinion. I over the years, I've had a chance to meet him a couple of times at the tailgate, and all all of which has been positive interactions And again, I I truly wish him the best. I know earlier this season, we had him on the show. So to be able to even get to speak with him again, it's always great. And hopefully we do get that another chance at that somewhere down the road. As for Ollie, I mean, you said it best. It's not the end. She will be back. We'll see her again, whether it's later in the playoffs or next season. So I'm definitely excited to see his son take over.
2: If you can hear me here,
0: uh, we'll double down on that. Ollie's not going away, guys. Ollie's not going away.
2: Okay. He's yeah. gotta sell those stuffed animals somehow. Hey, well, the thing is, he doesn't sell those. The club does. No, I Ollie, know, but I'm gonna say yeah. Ollie needs to sell those her plushies.
0: <laughs> Dude, I couldn't okay. It was hard enough when Latif left with the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with Ollie. Like, no, <laughs> that's unacceptable. We can't do that. Um, I, I'll tell you that. Like there was Latif, and then there's there's Ollie, man. So you don't, don't mess with Oli. We don't mess with <laughs> Oli, that's for sure. So, uh, yes, we hope to see her fly again. That's for sure. All right, on to the game itself. Um, Araceli, you saw the goals. You saw the madness. You saw the fun the guys were finally had. I mean, we haven't seen them actually have fun on the field in a long time. I know we beat the Galaxy, but it wasn't fun. This one came off like the guys were smiling, like they were cutting up playing the game. The joy that you play in this game, you saw. You saw a look at that. So, your thoughts on on this match?
1: I mean, the match overall was just a great watch, not only for the fans but for the players themselves. Because um, looking at the last couple of matches, about the last six or seven or so, they haven't been doing well. So, to watch them get that big win was not only the best way that they could, quote unquote, end the final season or the the last game of the season for BMO, at least for the regular season, I should clarify, but just generally speaking, uh, it was definitely one of those matches that you won't forget for a while, especially with Bawanga's first half hat trick. I believe it was in the 35th, 36th minute where Bawanga did kind of get that knock and you watched him limp for a while on the field. So there was that moment of, panic of oh no you know he might be subbed out he may not but just to kind of watch him casually limp up to the goal and then ascend home the second of you know his hat trick was like he's truly made out of steel like I don't know <laughs> if we're ever gonna find another player like this but just for me personally speaking here the match itself it was uh, nationally televised. It was on FS1 last night. So my entire family got to watch it. And even my parents, yes, I will out them on this. The they joined in with the 3252 and the chance. It, it was just an overall fun atmosphere. Um, so it, it's just crazy to think that I I did not go to a game this entire season. Yeah. Because I was thinking about that this morning, like how but i mean we all kind of know the reason why so hopefully lafc can make a deep run in the playoffs not only can i come back but you just want to continue watching them do well
0: and that's the key the other cool thing golden boot race completely just got turned over um made a big old mess of it because guess what we could have another golden boot winner from lafc what? Yeah, yeah, that could happen with the hat trick. Uh, uh, Bongo's now in the lead. He's got what 14 goals, um, and many to go. Uh, two two games to go. It's still tight. It could be anybody's here. He hasn't pulled away. Um, got the lead, but not pulled away. So, yeah, who's it gonna be? We will find out over the next two matches. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that, right, right, Tony. You don't mind having another Golden Boot winner,
2: no. It- kind of sets a precedent for any forwards moving forward like what versus uh Vella then the next year's uh Rossi yeah. and yeah so it could be Buanga the way, the rate he's going two more matches. Well we'll, we'll see because we'll see. That's just, that's all I gotta say because there's still questionable In games coming t- up. In 2020 Rossi won the scoring
0: title with 14 goals. Mm-hmm What does Bonga have now? I know different games played, but (laughs) still, he's got 14. Um, You know, the last two to win, one at what? Castellanos had 19 and Mukhtar had 23. 23 Mm -hmm. seems like a big chase, but 19 is definitely doable over the next two games. So um, not like it's a low-scoring season. It's legit, guys, Um, and he could get this thing. So let's hope we're playing the right teams. I mean, Austin coming up is desperate, but – They've been leaking goals in, in Vancouver. Well, you never know up there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Now, when we get a win, I know we're not used to doing this. There's always three stars to the match. So <laughs> let's go there. Who's our three stars? Tony, I'm going to give it to you first.
2: Three stars. Well, Obviously, for the first three stars is uh, Bowanga, of course, with the hat trick and putting out the magic. Uh, the other one I would probably give it to is uh Kostov for the goal and then, you know, the, what he's been putting on as a super sub. And I know it's going to be a hot take, but um Oliveira, I know he missed a lot of opportunities, a lot of sitters, everything, but he is that high energy that gives Buonga and Vela the space to be open because without that, most people are Locking down Bawanga and Vela hard and with Oliveira just kind of skating around defenses and everything like that. It helps them to bring another defender on them, opening one of those two open to a score or have the opportunity to open up another pass lean lane to score well.
0: There we go. I like it cool. Uh Araceli?
1: Um three stars to Bawanga because of course the hat trick. Two stars to for the. Uh, game winner, one star. I have to agree with Tony on this one, Alvera. He, he really did kind of set the precedence, especially up front, and gave Vela and Buanga that much-needed energy. And, of course, we have to do honorary mention to, Vel- to Vela for the attempted bicycle kick. That, that was just one of those moments. You kind of have to. <laughs>
0: Old dog, old trick, doing what he does best. Nah, I, was, I like it. I like it. For me, I'm going go a little bit, a little bit different. Of course, Bwanga is top star. You get a hat trick, you better be the top in the league. No question. You got a hat trick. Second star, though, um, I'm not going to go with a gold store. I'm going to go with uh, Mateus Bogus. Um, why? He owned his area. The entire game. He was always creative, always pushing, always pressuring, being a part of every cycle. He was everywhere. And I don't think we have the chances we have in this game without his work rate and his passing in this game. Uh to me, he really did stand out. My third star, it's tough, I gotta say. Crossdev got the goal, but again, the other guy to look at would be Palacios. Um, what did Palacios do in this game, right? He torched them on his side of the field. So I'm gonna go crossdev because Crossdev never gets enough votes anyway, and and being opportune and simply taking it gets it to you. But honorable will mention the Palacios as well. Was just putting in, putting good work on the night. So there's our three stars guys. Bam. We'll get you on the, on the return leg for this thing next week uh, with our total count, because guess what? There'll only be one game left, which means the heart of LAFC award needs to be tallied up. Yes, this is real. This is happening. Like it happened last year. Chicho won it last year. We don't know who's gonna win it this year. I think Boanga's kind of pushing away there, but it's still closer than you think. So keep your votes going every time Bam throws it up there. Let's do this. Um, you're the one. You're the guys that choose it. At the end of the day, we don't wait our votes. It's your votes though on this thing. So vote away when you see a pop up on 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 X. I guess they we're calling it X now. Yeah, uh, do it. Make it happen. So there you go. Uh, all right. So we've got our three stars, we got all that covered. You know what? We don't have reactions from you guys. So let's get it there. Uh where are you guys at? And I see about 15 comments popped up. Mark Lopez first in the is So many highlights last night, but my favorite was Vela laughing himself for the Chilena and Bowanga laughing along with him. I've been worried about the locker room, and that interaction was reassuring. That's Dude, you're, you're, you're spot on, man. Just seeing them have fun in the moment instead of always the serious or nervous vibe that we've been seeing lately, it was nice for them to cut up and get a game like this. Hello, uh, Trash Can Man in the mix. My peeps, you got it, man. Burke putting in the work for me and everybody else in the North End. It says, last night was fun. I know Minnesota isn't a great team, but it was a step in the right direction for us. That's the thing, though. They're still in the race, man. So... Yes, Tony.
2: He's gonna have fun with this. Kirk got lucky. We scored when he was up away from the north end and we almost sent him back because you know you know the rule. If if they score when you're not there, you kinda can't go back to your seat. But luckily, <laughs> they scored again while he was still there. <laughs> dang
0: saved by the efficiency which by the way guys we had 14 shots on goal or 14 shots on goal out of 29 attempts i think it's better than we've done before um i'm just saying it's kind of interesting that 14 got through wow right um all right jeremy gomez he says good game last night Appreciate you guys putting in overtime player spotlight finally getting to see fufu yeah right uh, gets minutes and performs well. Lowlights, uh, Kike, too many missed and easy chances, missed key passes. My my counter to that would be him being in position to, make, to try those key passes and those chances where others would just never be there. Do you think Mario would run that one out? Would he be the guy? Do you think Brian would be the guy to make those moves? I, I don't. I think Kike is a young dude. He needs to properly find himself in the finishing angle, but the runs are right. The runs are right. The thoughts are right. The physicality is right. There's one tool left. So I get I get the frustration, but I also get the development of the player, and I, I think it's there. Tony, you think it's there too, right?
2: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like it's there. It's he's he. Like I said, he he's right now at the super stub. Maybe he could be a starter moving forward when the season when he gets a full season under him and a good like preseason. But I do like the role that he's playing and everything he's doing for us.
0: Yeah, no, it's a good developmental player, and I, and I think he's he's working at a level that I don't even think our squad thought he was going to be at at this point. I think others were thought of, like like Buke, that was supposed to be his role, and and Olvera's kind of taking it, you know, for for his for his work rate. So yeah, we'll we'll see him get better as it goes. It's going to be tough though in the playoffs for the young guys, that's for sure. Ox, there he is. He's heading to bed because dude's in the same time zone as Araceli. Hey, Araceli's on here. What's wrong with you, Ox? Uh, i just going to say that right there. Love you, man. Uh, Soccer USA, since that pigeon still could do. Whoever had that pigeon costume, you guys are awesome. Um, that was that was funny and always welcomed. We love the pigeon. Pigeon is good vibes, once again. Uh, bam. There it is, man. He says, thank you for everything, Ken. You're welcome on the show whenever you want. Forever and ever and ever. We, you are a part of the Heart of FC family. Let's be honest. This is, you're part of the Zacher family. Tony's gonna say the same. We know who Ken is. He's he's one of us forever and ever and ever. Uh Mendo says, also met Ken at Tailgate. Gave me a compliment as he passed by with Ollie. He was very, very welcoming. There you go. Uh Soccer USA says, watch some Mohamed Traore highlights with the Phoenix rising, and they've been utilizing him as a left back recently. Plays like a, a blend of Mamadou Fall, Tristan Blackman, uh possible. Palacio's replacement, it could be. I mean, Palacio's probably was going to be gone uh, last winter, and things just didn't didn't play. And he's such a gamer that he didn't let it get in his head like some other players have done. He just minds it through. Yeah, I you know I think it's pretty obvious that at the end of the season, if he doesn't move, there's something wrong. Um, I, I can't see any other way. Um, you don't want to limit the man's career. We want to celebrate his career and let him. Let him cash in while he still can, that's for sure. So, could be. I mean, he's a project player, so that would make sense. Roger Espinosa says, Golden Boot winner number two, number three, number three. We have our third Golden Boot winner. That's pretty insane, guys, if you look at the history of the league and that many in such a short amount of time. It's it's nuts. Um, let's see. Soccer USA says, not sure if y'all saw the LAC dismantle Minnesota United the other day, but that Fufu Cross that is a crafty uh, son of a. Yep. Impressed with every time. Now uh, we can fit him in the line more consistently. I think we will. Again, age plays a role. Where they need him in the moments plays a role. And as he steps up really well off the bench, uh, Mendo is giving his props to Bongo, Olvera, and Palacios david day let's go i guess <laughs> jeremy gomez likes fufu over bogus in the attacking mid i'm more of a bogus guy uh but i like them both i like them more than some that start so uh soccer usa teams have been successful parking parking the bus against us sell and have been successful playing us high and pressing charlotte and tigres um, How would you play against LAFC? Depends on my lineup, number one. Um, But I will say this. We really do not like teams that are organized with large center backs and just sit back there and wait for the counter. Like Philly, okay? The way Philly approaches us, where they absorb pressure, kick us on the counter, we hate that. you can see we're just uncomfortable with that that's why we always play those guys to a stalemate they have the game plan against us they always have had the game plan against us so if i was going to be writing the book on how to take on lafc i would go to philadelphia and yes they lost us in the final in penalties guys but the game plan is right and so and also the way seattle's approached us year in year out right very similar approach to things and of course the other thing I would do is I was I would isolate Ilya um and and rough him up, to be honest. You know, they play a hard man next to him and 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 just make sure that his lanes are shut off, that he can't control the tempo of play. And if you do that, LAC gets into trouble. That's where we see the biggest issues as is we get we lose the physical battle in the midfield, they clog you up and catch you on the counters, which Philly's built for that, Tony. I think you would agree, right? I mean that that seems to be the a game plan against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Yeah. So, what do you do to fix it? And we've been talking about that for six years now. So, yeah.
2: same, same bat channel, same bat time,
0: same criticisms that you will always hear constructive because we want what's best for our team, of course. But, bro, <laughs> yeah, right. I hate being overwhelmed in the midfield on certain games, it drives me up a wall. So my My head is very defensive counterattack has always been my vibe um and so <laughs> it throws me it does um mendo says uh mario was was beaten in the back may not be agile but dude can win tackles a beast in, in the back i was like beaten what Where? <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah caught me there um dude mario mario versus two years ago mario is a different player uh, he's been fantastic for us this year when he can play and he's healthy to play. I remember he had a, a layoff to energy injury, injury too. Um, we're, we're darn lucky to have him. We are. I mean, all of our center backs, I gotta be honest when everybody's healthy, we, we are probably the deepest in the league outside of, you know, I think Philly, what Philly offers, but depth wise, we're still deeper than them. So yeah, you know, we're lucky, we're lucky to have Mario on our side and hope we can keep him for a long time. That's for sure, David Day says uh playoffs third season with the season. this is it. I mean yes, it's it's a a drama in three major acts here, so uh we we had the 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 spring rise uh, the mid season fall, and uh, the unpredictable playoffs third season. so David day is right we've We've created a show here. Um, where's our documentary on Hulu? I have no idea, but here we go. Uh, <laughs> you know, one thing, we'll be less hard luck than those guys, but, um, yeah, man, you're right. It's, it's the third act. Let's so let's hope our guys are, are healthy for the third act. And again, a little break's a good thing. Sorry guys about my voice. It's been, it's been pretty wild today.
2: Um, let's see, ma'am.
0: Tony, you want to read that one for me? Can you see it?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, miss putting up on X for fan vote. Uh, it's up now and close and closes at kickoff for the next game. So your uh, three stars for this past game that we had. He uh, Bam was unable to post it on Twitter, and so he'll. It's up. I believe he puts it up, but you can still vote for your three stars. and It'll end at the beginning of kickoff uh, next game against Austin, which will be at 5:30 p.m.
0: There you uh, get your deadline. Pacific,
2: <laughs> yeah, Pacific time. October. There we go,
0: and then Bam will definitely give us the calculations to know where we're at here. But it's a good race, guys, and yeah, I'm with David. Finish strong. Um, Soccer USA says I agree with Mendo. I will add Mario is a force that makes his presence known to opposing teams. This is something not mentioned enough. Although he has moments, he loses focus. Chicho's <laughs> goal, man, that wing was all bad all around. Uh, I got to be honest. There were there was so much disorganized stuff going on. And that's the guy he wants to mark. I mean, he plays them so physical now they're against each other that you know it's killing him inside to let that happen. That's for sure. Uh Robert Espinoza says, Well, they're making great runs and taking his shots, just unlucky, which is more than we can say about our number our number nine. Right, right. I guess that's not printing a whole lot in the in the team store right now. Mm-hmm. Um Lunch Special Gio says Blanga takes it with 20 goals. Two games on the road. Let's see what we do here. Let's see what we do. Is that means you'd say double what double hat tricks is what what lunch special geo is calling. Could you imagine? Maybe if I was playing, you know, EAFC, we could do this. Right? Maybe against Tony I would do it. Ha ha ha. Um bam for sure. Now Bam's like, I'm gonna kill you. Um, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it on a video game. I don't realize real life's a little harder there. Um, Mendo says, oh, running like he has a V8, but at times just needs a V6 engine youth, baby. Um, dude accelerates for sure. For sure. Uh, I'm going to move forward here. Soccer USA says, based on the free agents at the end of the season, if you could keep only keep three, who would you resign? I'm going to say story to be written. We're not done yet here. We're not done yet. Let's see who can step up when these games really count. Let's see who's got left in the tank, right? You got to rely on players. Let's see what they do here and who gets that DP. They haven't, as far as I'm concerned, the only guy that's really earned the dough. There's a few, but for DP status, jury's still out, man. For sure. For sure. <laughs> that's funny. So Kike should have 20 goals at this point. It would be nice. Maybe he's our next Rossi down the line. We'll see what happens there. I mean, I think that was the thought, right? All right, so we got recap, we got coverage, you got us all taken care of, guys. Which, of course, transitioned us to what? What? That's right, the community news. Tony,
2: you have community, sir. Go for it. Um, So, as most of you know, it is no. We have watch parties for the next final two games. So, starting with that, of course, the first one that. I know is coming up is um LAFC San Diego. We'll be at tap room as always. Um Game time is at five 30. Uh, so be there if you're in San Diego, if you are also still looking for other ones, I know TSG is going to be hosting at watch party at beer gardens this weekend, 5 30 PM. Uh, I'll post the, address of has as the flyer goes up as well as ba and crew will be having their own joint watch party at oopsie sorry at uh what is it called uh drink la or oh sorry rudy's la um from five So October seventh starts times at four thirty kickoff is five thirty all ages are welcome. Uh, The address is five two two six Pomona Boulevard, Los Angeles, California nine double o two two. So, and I believe the luckies have posted theirs again. Remember, this is a quick turnaround, so most of them will be posted. As soon as they're possible, but yes, but Lucky's Empire Boys and Inland Empire will be at Golden Root brewery um at 5 30. Kickoff party starts at 4 30. Kickoff is at 5 30 as always. Uh 2210 East Orange Wood Avenue in Anaheim, California, 92806. And those are your watch parties for the for the upcoming games.
0: Busy as always, everybody going everywhere. A lot of joint ones this time, so definitely jump in. All right, so normally we'd be doing the LAFC 2 update, but we've got a really cool youth update right now. So I'm going to hand this over to Araceli with the LAFC youth update because it's big news.
1: Well, it actually does tie into LAFC 2 because this morning, LAFC 2 signed 16-year-old defender Josh Santiago from the LESA Academy to an MLS Next Pro contract. The Santa Ana native joined the academy back in 2018, and he's climbed the ranks playing for the U-17s this season. Internationally, he's made three appearances for the U-16 U.S. youth national team, as well as three appearances for Mexico's U-16 uh, national team. So as you already know, for LAFC 2, it this is pretty much the offseason for them. So they're already starting to make roster adjustments. And I have a feeling that this is just the beginning of new signings from the academy.
0: As expected, right? Um, no, it, it, this is what we do. This is what we were confident that our club could do. Um, it's paying off as it should. Um, everything's going according to plan. Now we got to get results at LAFC 2, of course. But that was expansion season, and things always go funky at that point. So we'll see what happens next season. But we do know that we're getting younger, right, Araceli?
1: Oh, absolutely. This doesn't come as a surprise at all to me, at least, especially with some of the most um, recent signings in the last month. I want to say it, you can definitely tell that they're positioning themselves. So we may actually see some first time. Uh, first team signings fairly soon
0: All Right, first team signings A more competitive side next year Because of the early signings They're way more time together um, To adjust and be ready And not going to be a hodgepodge put together This time, there's the game plan As we always wanted it to be um, I have a funny feeling The record won't be anywhere nearly, near the same next year I think Araceli's pretty confident in that and knowing something, something special going on there, right?
1: Oh, yes. I, I am uh, definitely confident that we will see better results next season in a more well-gelled team. That's at least my expectation. But of course, it, it also depends on what LAFC does. So right. either way, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of this in the next couple of months.
0: For sure. For sure. Should be good. Should be interesting. And of course, Araceli always keeps us up to date. So thank you, Araceli. All right, guess what, guys? The Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. You're like, wait, did you pick a song this time? I didn't have a lot of time to do it, but I did it. Um, I actually, because we went with the French title, right? Hattrick. Coup du Chippo. I, I just love it. Sounds great. I decided I'm going to go find a French band for fun. And so I went 20 years to the past, because what else works for me? I went with Air the band air and uh, the album talkie walkie of 2004 surfing on a rocket and watching Wonka play. We were definitely surfing on a rocket in the first half. So I think it was a perfect fit and a chill song. um, to kind of explain the way we can ride on that rocket when he's in form. And yeah, I think it's a good fit. The others are now looking for the song. Like I'm not sure i ever heard that song, but there you go. Air talkie walkie. Um, All right. Let's talk about standings magic numbers are the story and we've got some good ones here a little interesting the way things have played out the last week weekend um some shocks some not so shocking moments uh but things are definitely playing out and and pretty tight uh we've got st louis of course in first place locked in 56 points then comes the sounders with 32 points that's or sorry 49 points right um, we're right behind them with 48 points as third seed. Then comes Salt Lake with 46 tied with the white cast with 46 and then comes dynamo mid mid pack, but also I guess qualified, right? Um, 45 points. Denver's 43. Do not want to play those guys anytime soon. They seem to be really dialed in earthquakes looking real now at 42 and Dallas holding that last playoff spot with 41 points. Of course, Who's on the outside looking in? Who's desperate to get in there? None other than Austin FC sitting on that one spot looking on the outside in. But they're 38 points, so they've got to do something special for the last two games to even have a chance at this thing. At the same time, Sporting Kansas City sitting at 38 points. Minnesota United, who we've crushed some dreams, are also sitting at 38 points looking on the outside in. And then Carson sitting at 35 by Carson I guess this was the end um and then the Rapids who at 26 points do have a chance to what maybe (laughs) maybe get to the 30 point range if they decide to play spoiler um we'll we'll see what happens there now what do I know Rapids 100% out Carson 96% but dude they're out um Minnesota, 91% chance of missing. Sporting, 88% chance of missing. Sorry, Araceli. Um, Austin FC, 83% chance of missing. Basically, they got a win out, and they only have a 12% chance of even making the playoffs. And then everyone else looks a whole lot nicer. Now you're like, what about us? Where are we going to finish? What does it look like for us? Well, we play Austin, and then we play the Whitecaps. You already know how good the Whitecaps have been this year, especially at home. Now, if we win two out of two, take two games on the road, which ain't the easiest thing in the world. You have a 58% chance of finishing second, a 36% chance of finishing third. So at this point, if you win, the best you can do is second. The worst you can do is fourth. It's like a 5% chance. If you win one of two games, you split it. You get three total points, right? Right. Only 5% chance of second seed, Um, 37% chance of third, 53% chance of fourth, 5% chance of fifth. That's splitting the series, okay? Now, if we tank, no points, stuck as we are, 48 points. Yeah, not good. Um, At that point, you would only have a 2% chance of finishing fourth, a 32% chance of finishing fifth, a... 53% 53% chance of finishing sixth. What? Yeah, it's real, guys. Um, 12% chance of finishing uh, seventh and only a 1% chance of finishing eighth. So we're, we're not going to deal with the, play, the, the whole play-in game. That, that looks like we got through it. Well, you can finish anywhere from, if you're looking at that record, second or seventh. Talk about how tight this thing is and how much we have to play for. Nothing is settled. Yes, some percentages sound lower than others, but let's be real: losing the next two games is realistic when you're on the road. We've been torched in Austin, even when they haven't been great, even in a Cup year, um, right? And we know we've we've had bad games in Vancouver, so it ain't it ain't written. Uh, we've got some work to do. That's for certain. Tony, so you looking at this. How are you feeling going in with the tight standings and the opponents we have to play?
2: um again no easy games or next two games they're playing for something uh Austin to get into the playoffs and that's the only one i'm going to worry about Reza right now once we get into vancouver we'll talk about that later but austin needs this, these three points to at least stay viable to not be eliminated to at least get into the playoff get the playoff playoff game to get into the playoffs so uh you can't take them lightly and of course it just because Austin's doing bad doesn't mean they're going to show up. But overall, I f- feel optimistic that we can lock in second place. Um, third, third is most likely where I we could probably will probably it. But I feel like we can get that second spot.
0: Arizelly, what are you thinking? How do you how do you feel about the last two games?
1: As a KC native. I need LAFC to win. I need (laughs) him to beat Austin.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. We have spoiler roles to play here. Finish them off. You know, Austin only has themselves to blame after tanking that delay game um, against Carson because if they had won that game, they would be tied with Dallas at this point. So they only have themselves to blame uh, to be where they're at, and we need to do our jobs. Seems pretty straightforward. All right, so let's move this forward. Let's talk about LAFC and Austin. We have a tough history playing there. We always have had a tough history playing there. It's never been easy for us. Um, We've had some rough games with them. Are they in a little trouble? Yes. Are they looking great in form? No. They didn't make a statement win last game. Right, Tony? But overall, it's been a lot of missed opportunities. I'll give you the floor on this, man.
2: Um, Yeah, so... Um, the run of form at the moment is they did win against D.C., which uh, D.C. is not the greatest team at the moment. Uh, they've also banned one of their supporter groups uh, for an incident, but, again, more issues on that one coming forward. But um, then they've lost to Colorado 1-0, one uh, tied against Carson 3-3, which is the one you just talked about, uh, New York Red Bulls. and loss against Portland
0: 2-1. I mean, looking at the opponents, it kind of makes sense, too, why the record is the way it is, because some of these teams are better than them, um, naturally. Now, we haven't got the most stellar lineup either. Yes, we won 5-1 last game, but before that, we all know the struggle we were in. There's Mm -hmm. there's no question um, that this is a rehab moment. Um, I will say this going into it. There are a lot of players that are in yellow card accumulation warning, and if they get another one, we could miss them for the playoff game. So if you're gonna get one, guys, hint hint, get the yellow against Austin, um, so we can we can. Ilya one of them. He needs another yellow. If he gets a yellow on the last day of the season, we can miss the first game of the playoffs. So let's not mess with that. Um am sure he restarted. It should, but it doesn't. Um, I will say that shove that he gave late in the game this past match. I I, I can't help but feel like he was really hoping for a card to get. Going. <laughs> um <laughs> To be honest, he was. <laughs> he totally was. Um, but there's others. I think Palacios is another one. I think he's got some yellow card stuff going on. So, Bam will cover you more in depth on that as as we get past this next game. Going into the last, it becomes a real concern. But here we are. Now, in terms of production, they've got 46. We've got 49 in terms of goals. Their goal difference is minus four because their defense is wild, guys. Okay? We've Mm -hmm. let 36 goals in this year. And I know we've complained at times. They let in 50. 5-0. 5-0, 50 goals in a season, and you still got two games to play. Dude, if there was ever a game for our players to be like, pour it on, this would be another lovely game for that. What does that mean, Tony? What do you think they're gonna approach knowing that their defense is that bad?
2: But everyone always approaches with us the freaking oh, market, baby. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Yeah, they're going to park it on us. I expect that If they don't, they play as head-to-head on this, man, we're going to have an
2: entertaining night. If they could, um, they would probably play a nine defender, one forward setup. Just survive. and
0: they, The thing is, they can't, though. That's the other funny part. Because if they do that, we could just settle out with them and, and look for that one nothing and, and do our thing. We don't play that way anyway. But they won't play that way because they have to win this game. They have to win. They don't have a choice. They got to get three points against us. Good luck with that. Now, do they have players more than capable of it? Yeah, they do. Of course, they have Sebastian Jerusi. He's got 11 goals in 26 games. They've got Zardes, who's, let's be honest, had an off year with only six goals on the year. Uh, Gallagher with five. Finley with five. uh, Rigoni with five. They kind of spread about with the goals. Well, Bruins got a couple as well. Three goals, I think. Uh, Gallagher, in terms of assists, Gallagher, Predata, uh, they're your top guys. One's got eight, one's got seven. Rigoni right after him again, they produce goals. It's the defense that's wild. Now in that three, nothing thrashing of, of DC United, they actually did go out with a four, three, three. They went out to play, which is honestly is their normal approach. Okay. It looks a lot like us, but not the same quality. Um, and they just go for it. I mean, that is what they do. Uh, in that case, you know, Bruin, Drew, and, and Hedges, uh, put them away and two of those goals were in, in the first 21st twenty first 21st minute. So um, yeah, in that case, they had what Stuver and goal, Cascante and Vaisanen as their center backs, Gallagher and Wolf as their outside backs with Drew Valencia and ring in the mid. Um, interesting seeing ring, ring to the side like that, but there it is. Uh, Rigoni, Bruin and filling were your top attackers. Yeah. Four, three, three guys who came in later. Well, Zardes, of course, Lima, Memo Rodriguez, Daniel Pereira, one of their top assist guys, um, and Matt Matt Hedges, who did actually, you know, get a goal. So <clears throat> that is their approach. Now, what about that game they lost to Colorado? I, who the heck loses to Colorado? But they did lose to Colorado. One more game to regret, right? Um, they approached with the 4-3-3. It was probably the most inept uh, approach I've seen in a game in a long time. They just weren't. Just weren't about it that game, it was rough. Um, in that game was Stuver in goal, Cascante, Vaisanen as the back line. Leon Gallagher as your backs, uh, Pereira, Wolf, and Valencia, it's a little different in the midfield. Uh, Rigoni, Ring, and Finley, um, who came in later. Well, Fodery, Rodriguez, Bruin, um, your normal faces that you'd want to see weren't, weren't available, right? Their biggest impact player, and it, it showed. So, uh, those are really ones to look at, the ones that stand out the most because. You had the good and you had the bad, and of course the, the game against the Galaxy was just nonsense, let's be real, um, in the middle of the night kind of play. Um, I think that game was also 4-3-3. Um, Rigoni up top, Finley ring up top, I know. Uh, Valencia, Drusi, Pereira holding it down in midfield, very different look. Uh, Cascante, Vison, in Gallagher, Liam in the back, and Stuber. So shifting offensive pieces of what they were doing to get what they got, and they they let that game get away from them at the end of the day so again defense lets them down they allow goals you should expect that when we play this if we play our game so the question is with two games to go a lot to play for home field advantage on the line clearly this is not a game where we're just going to cycle the lineup and go well however we finish we finish I can't see us doing that Um, so I'm going to go to you Araceli <clears throat> let's go offense first as we've been talking so much about offense who do you start? Who's your top three?
1: For my top three, I would... I'm so tempted to say Vela, Bowanga and Alvary again. But considering we have Vancouver next, would it be crazy to include our Daz in this?
0: Would not. We should have mentioned him because he did feature really well in the last game, even though he didn't get you know, the goal yeah. that he wanted. He featured well. And I saw a lot from him that made me happy with with what he can do. Um, yeah, you know, right. Um, so I guess
1: for my top three, then I go with Vela, Oliveira, or and bring Browanga in as a sub.
2: Ooh. Tony, your top three? It's just going to be a recycled lineup, literally, just uh, Bowonga, Oliveira, and Vela just because this it's a must win and i there's a the thing is there's a big break between this game and vancouver so you can kind of go full force and have a nice little break before vancouver starts before we fly out to vancouver yeah
0: so you can let it rip with anybody pretty much at
2: this point let
0: them rest later (laughs) makes sense um, so I'll, I'll shift this to you. I'm with you. I think we're, we're going to go to best lineup for the for, for the top line. Midfield, though, I think is another story. Um, you know, Costa, not 100%. Sat this one out. Didn't even dress this thing. I can't help but think that he'll be deactivated for this one as well for safety's sake. They're not going to risk him at this point. Why, you know, um, especially with the other guys are playing. But you have Crossdev to work with. You have Tilleman to work with. You have Bogus doing what Bogus does. And Iliye, of course, is going to do his standard play, and I can't see him not being in the lineup. So, Tony, who are your three in the midfield?
2: um Ilie, uh, Bogus,
1: and...
2: He's not sure. stuff. I like
0: it. I like it. Um, I'm with you on this one, dude. Um, I would really like to see a Bogus cross dev lineup with, with, with Ilya anchoring those guys, see what they can do. This is a good game to do that, you know? And if things are looking a little funky, you've got Tillman to go into this thing, right? I mean, we have the lineup. I'm with you on that. I think we need to go at these guys and those, those dudes are hungry and we know what Bogus can do when the rest of the team is not doing it on the road. He still puts in the work. So, I'm with you. Aracel, your thoughts on the midfield? Who are you going with with your three?
1: I'd say make that three right there because that sounds good to me. Elie Bogush and Kristoff, and bring in Tillman.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Makes perfect sense. All right, let's go get center backs. and I'll I'll start it and then I have you guys run off on this. Um, Keelini, I don't see him going against Vancouver because of the turf situation. I think he's got enough time to play 60 minutes in him. Um, I'm thinking that they go right back to it. But in this case, um, same. I, I think it's going to be the same, really. I don't think I don't think Long starts. I think it's Mario and Chiellini get the job done. But Long comes in pretty early for Chiellini. Even if it's, you know, the 60s are standard. But, yeah, they definitely would see that happening. Um, outside backs, I think back to normal. Valencia, Hollingshead. Or, or... Hollingshead and um, huh? I said it the wrong way. Hollingshead <laughs> and Valencia goes for it again, and Palacios, yes. you know, gets the rest finally. Mm-hmm. I think that might be what we're looking at. Um, I'll go to yours, Philly. Who's your backline?
1: No, I definitely agree with you. I, I do see a, another Killini Mario uh, pairing just simply for the fact of Vancouver and the turf situation. Um, I do see Hollingshead and I'll go with Palacios for this one.
0: Go traditional. There you go. Uh, and that goes to you, Tony. What do you think?
2: Um, right backs, right backs and center backs. Um, Chiellini, 45, long comes in at the halftime. Dang it. Okay. Um, Mori, of course. I say start Palencia and – oh, sorry, Palacios. I sorry, uh, mixed them up as well. Palacios and Hollinger. I'd rather put ourselves in a better position to win when we go to Vancouver kind of drop points if we have – instead of dropping points and then having to play catch-up in the final. on The yeah, playoff focus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you want to be ballers, that might be your best bet. So there we go. Um, there is the potential plans we'll throw back to you guys. Of course, Max in goal. I don't think there's a debate. Max mm-hmm. is in goal, no matter what happened in the last game, um, he's going back in because the only way you make him better is if you play him. It's that simple, and we know we know who he is and what he does. So, yeah, back into it. All right, so you've heard our lineups now. We need to hear from you guys. Let's get some comments going here. Throw it out there, guys. Have fun with this thing, man. Some guys. I love it. All right. <laughs> Sucker, you say, is Danny Bawanga going to Home Depot considered community news? I mean, he was at Home Depot, and I think Mario was at a Costco. So LAFC in the wild, people. Check that out. Um, There's, let's be honest. Look around see the hats. LAFC is always in the wild these days. Um, Daniel Hill, thanks for going through the numbers I was going to ask, but you beat me to it. Yeah, I didn't want to leave those out. I love my magic numbers. Um, let's see. Danielle will win both our games, whatever happens, happens. I think that's the best approach. Uh, Roberto Espinosa says, I think we'd be both Austin awesome and the caps. We're capable of it, we got to perform. <coughs> Danielle says, Do you think St. Louis will rotate versus Sounders on decision day or use it to get hot before the playoffs? Honestly, there's such a long break for them before they finally do play again. I really don't think you can catch a hot hand vibe with that break. I don't because we have to wait, get it through a first round playing game. You're, you know, I would think if I'm St. Louis, I rest higher legs, give the kids a run out. It doesn't really matter. You're top seed, you not, know, you know, the supporter shield, which let's be honest, i heard a little bit seeing the team lifted this week. Um, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna rest. I think they're not too, you know, Drilled about losing a game, but at the same time, you gotta keep your guys uh safe. Uh soccer USA says I want St. Louis first round. Well if you do that you have to do the do the play in. So heck no. <laughs> Can you imagine going to the plane and tanking guys at this point. I don't want that. I don't wish that on us. Heck no. That's horrible. Um Robert Espinoza, I don't want to be negative, but these playoffs are gonna be brutal. These playoffs are going to be more of a battle of attrition and who has the tired legs versus who has the healthy legs. And whoever the walking wounded with the most walking wounded can play is going to win this thing. Not the best team, not the most skilled team, not the team that had the best year so far, unless they're completely healthy. It's going to be the ones that, that get away with not having a major injury, play it safe, and grind to the end. It takes a lot out of accomplishments over the year. It does. It does. Uh, Saki USA would be nice to finish off (laughs) the breakfast tacos. Right, right. Dude, I mean, think about a good year that is. You finished off the Galaxy because they've never been the same since the last one we took them out on. Um, And then Austin gets to watch as well. Yeah, that ain't so bad. Um, we We know how the fan bases are, so yes. That will be fun. Uh, Roger Senosa says, if we make it to Cup, how many games would LAFC have played? My head t- hurts too much to count on that one. We'll cover it when we get to the preview, for sure. <laughs> Soccer USA. I just left it there. Soccer USA says, Ted Uncle up for referee of the year, by the way. <clears throat> He's done a job for somebody, I guess. We'll leave it at that um jeremy gomez austin is always tough especially in austin but the bright side weather is going to be cooler in austin than la yes that is true <laughs> let's talk you say five of his six goals were by accident his career has kind of been an accident at, at times guys i mean he did have some fire years like doing really good but there's a lot of those 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 crazy goals that he puts in that's for sure um beating austin on saturday could end josh wolf's tenure as austin head coach Speaking of managers rumor has landed onmond could be candidate for f c scum San Diego thoughts, why wouldn't he be why wouldn't he be it, it, his team is going away. how convenient and he moves in It would make the fan base down there very happy. I gotta be honest. I really do think they would love that idea, so why wouldn't they uh Daniel on hill do we expect half out Giorgio? i you know half or sixty. Right, Tony? Half or 60? I think it makes sense.
2: Yeah, 60. If he full 60, he, the most is 60, least is a full half. Ooh, I like this one from Soccer USA.
0: Talking future footy. Uh, my dream of having Bogus, Krastev, and Duenas midfield one day. I mean, it could happen, and Duenas, uh, we haven't seen him enough, have we? Uh, but I think it's just because there's a log jam at midfield. It just is. <laughs> Whatever happened to Mister Torres? Oh yeah. Uh, he says he's gonna need Dwayne to eat some hamburgers this off season. They all gotta grow. That's for sure. That's for sure. going on hell, I think there's two weeks between first and second round playoffs. There will be that chance because of another international break. You are correct. Um, still, what a long year. I mean, think about us. We we ended December last year. And we were early entry to get into the chunk of calf. So we had maybe a month and a half off for these guys before they had to focus on everything and to get, get, getting ready for that. This is tough. Uh, Soccer USA, thoughts on the East Coast teams. All right, I'll make a bold prediction. I've been telling a lot of people this. I think, I think Cincinnati is going to tank at one point. They're not going to do this. And I think Philadelphia is going to find themselves. I do. Um, outside of that... I mean, Columbus at times looks a little dangerous, especially our uh, Roy Rossi doing his thing. Actually, they have a lot of good offense with that team, um, but I, I can't help but feel it—you know—Philadelphia plays as themselves, and Nashville plays as themselves. Um, I'm more on the Philly side on this. I just they, they 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 look they still look it, you know, and and Cincinnati's young. Um, Tony, your thoughts?
2: Um, I think the dark horse in the whole east is probably going to be national just because of their def- their defensive prowess and i'm with you with philly and i think it'll be philly cincinnati I'm trying yeah. to see like wherever i want to see like the project but i think it's gonna be philly cincinnati in the eastern conference finals and um, cincinnati loses at a heartbreak just because it's their first time there
0: there you go. There you go. So, yeah, I, it, the East is tough, guys. I mean, we're tight, right? But the East has some high-powered, high-performing teams this year. Um, I expect upsets because just, there's there's too many good offensive players in this and, and too many teams that are good at shutting games down um, to do something. So, and I'm not looking at you, Chicago. Sorry. You had fun on the day, but I'm not looking at you. Uh <laughs> Uh, Soccer USA asks, "Who's the wooden spoon winner?" That's Colorado by uh a... Ooh, wait. Where's Toronto at, guys?
2: <laughs>
1: Toronto. Has, Toronto?
0: Tr- Toronto has twenty-two
2: okay. points right now, while Colorado has twenty-six. Dang, it is.
0: It is Toronto then, guys. Okay. So Insignia is the bomb of the century. Is that what we're saying? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're going with?
2: At the moment, in time, yeah.
0: Yeah. So there it is. I really thought Colorado would be that team, but. It's wild man high budget Toronto FC I think they're paid like the highest either one or two in the league in terms of mm-hmm. a you can't buy everything um where Colorado's like yeah the lowest paid uh, some wild stuff um so yeah congratulations Toronto on the on the on the wooden spoon um I only feel sorry for Latif because he's stuck out there with that nonsense but it's a nice place to live so you get that at least. yes soccer usa toronto had the highest payroll isn't that fun well and there's another team with high payroll that won't be in the playoffs either so we'll just we won't mention them because we mentioned them too often so there you go um all right so there it is guys thank you for the comments y'all rock you all do it right all right that brings us to that moment that's right we are closing this bad boy out getting a rest getting recharged for the weekend first of all thank you um, LAC Faithful, you're the reason why we do what we do. Um, keep saying hi to us. Don't don't hold back. Even when Tony's going crazy on the capo stand, give him a wave to throw him off for fun. From a distance, he'll probably still see you. He sees everything up there. Uh, <laughs> or at the tailgate. It might be nicer for Tony if you did that. So yeah, Definitely say hi. Do not hesitate. We enjoy it, guys. Alright, final thoughts. I'm going to go to you, Araceli. First, your
1: final thoughts of the day. Uh, My final thoughts are simple. I wish everyone a fun and safe weekend, whether you're traveling to Austin for the game or going to a watch party or just simply enjoying any Halloween activities this weekend. Um, As for me, I will actually be taking a little bit of a break from the pod for the next I want to say maybe two weeks. We'll start there and see how it goes, because as I mentioned at the top of the show, I am dead smack in the middle of MLS Next Pro playoffs, so I will be traveling fairly soon here. Um, I'm definitely excited to hear how LAFC uh, performs on the road and hopefully join you guys just before playoffs kick off for MLS.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, playoff preview time. So our next two pods, definitely one will be decision day, right, Um, as we lead up into the last game of the season. And then we'll definitely breathe like the rest of you guys, reset, recharge, and get ready for for the playoff preview. So that's the plan, guys. So we'll be back next week. That's for certain. Are we going to hurry it? That's not for certain. We'll wait this one out. Thursdays are our days, so – Look for that, look for that, look for that. All right, Tony,
2: final thoughts? My final thoughts is be careful out there. Uh, drink responsibly. Responsible. Uh, Responsibility. Yeah, words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm sorry. Um, have fun at the watch parties. Uh, make sure to drink a lot of water. It's going to be a hot couple of days uh, even though we're in fall. It should be going closer to winter. We are getting a couple of hot days so make sure you're hydrated as well um also of course with bam not being here always bringing up it's okay not to be okay um mental health is a big important uh issue um that we push in in this pod is you know co- you know have conversation with friends make sure they're okay even if you haven't talked to them in a while just because they seem okay doesn't mean they're always okay so just hang out have fun so remember it's okay to be okay and on top of that, you know, let's get these three points so it's easier for our playoff chances to home to host two home games instead of one in this three-playoff first round. And, yeah, that's about it.
0: There we go. Thank you, sir, for saying that. Yeah, definitely look out for each other. My final thoughts will be this. Bam, get well soon, man. Um, I know he's had a rough day here, so he'll be back. He'll be out, back to normal. Um, Love you, man. And then of course, to Ken, thank you for your service to the club. Thank you forever and ever. I will always feel um, indebted to you as a supporter, as a friend, um, as fellow LAOC faithful for all that you do for the community and still do for the community. Um, you earned it, man. You earned this. So thank you, dude. Um, beyond that, again, thanks to the rest of you guys doing what you do. We will see you soon. We'll see you at the watch party, and we'll definitely see you in the playoffs. So, Yes, the final word. Araceli. Stay
1: golden.
0: Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. <laughs>